Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the number one podcast about IVF that is by people who did it and now have a baby, but are also named Matt and Dory. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. I can always get a specific enough to make us number one. Yeah, it's like those Amazon book you categories. did it. It's like number one in books about guitars by people named Matt who live in Los Angeles. Oh, I don't, I mean, I might not even, if I wrote a book about guitars... I might not even be at the top of that list. Because there's a lot of mats. I feel like there's a lot of mats, a lot of L.A.-based guitar folk. That's fair. You know? Yeah. Huh. Whoa. What a weekend. Yeah. It's been a, been a weekend. Yeah. Henry has first guitar lesson. I think it went pretty well. Yep. He seemed to know how to hit the, car, the strings to make noise. Yeah, and he was, like, excited about it. Yep. I was like, oh, I do that, and they make noise. He cool. was doing it, and Dory was in the kitchen. I heard her cleaning pump parts, and I was like, you should come look at this. 
He's 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 having he's playing guitar. I took a video. Yeah. It was very cute. Um and then he like turned to you as if to say, See dad, see what I did? Yeah. And then he ate your nose. Yep, that's that's our boy. Yep. So you know, it's a musical home full of music and home. This is true. Dory got a piano for her birthday. She plays it all the time. I don't play it that much. Uh, what? What are you talking about? You play it every day. Yeah, I play it every day. Thank God. <laughs> Holly's played it for him. Because that took up a prime guitar real estate room. Oh, boy. And, you know, guess what? guess what I play every day? Matt likes to collect grievances. I'm collecting them. It's a Jewish holiday called Grieve Kippur. And I collect the grievances. And then at a dinner, I will announce each one to my wife. That sounds like such a It really fun does holiday. sound like a real holiday. Well, we did go to a Rosh Hashanah dinner. Let's collect dinner the grievances. Where, where the host told us that she, growing up, her family used to... Uh, like name their enemies. Yes. Uh, come to find out, your people were among them, the Ashkenazis. That's true. You know. Yeah. So she's a Sephardic Jew. <sighs> well, our food was among them. Yeah. 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 Well, look, I'm just saying these Jewish holidays, guys. As we, for those of you who might not be a Jewish, I'm not looking at you, Mordecai. I'm looking at other listeners. It is the Jewish New Year currently being celebrated about town, which means it is year 5,000 something. What is it? Uh, I think it's 5,780. 5,780. What does that tell you? Well, it tells you that 3,780 years in, they were like, mm, we're not buying this Jesus thing, so let's just keep the calendar rolling. Okay. And they did it. And now when they celebrate their new year, for some reason, it happens in the fall. Why is that? It's the lunar calendar. Okay. So you follow the moon, mm -hmm. not the sun. Mm -hmm. And uh, at Rosh Hashanah, Dory said, it's a very happy holiday. Lots of cheer and fun. I say, so we're not going to have to read anything about how people were persecuted and uh, how bad some times were. <laughs> no, it's a happy holiday. And we go to this Seder, which is something the Sephardic Jewish folk do. On, uh, well, that family particularly did on New Year's, a tradition of theirs. And uh, guess what? There's a booklet. <laughs> There's some grievances. <laughs> and part of it's in Hebrew. So I looked at her and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Look, this came as a surprise to me as well. Sure. I just don't know that you were doing it right. So everybody out there who hears happy, you know, it's Rosh Hashanah. That's the new year. Yeah, we got Yom Kippur coming around the corner. What's that? Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. So that is for Pilates <laughs> for toning. Yeah, you get toned up. <laughs> uh, yes. No. What is Everyone it? Does what is Pilates. it? Tell me. You tell all of us. You basically atone for everything you did you did wrong in the year before. So it's like on the Catholic side, we would go to confession. Right. It's like one, you get it done in one fell swoop instead of year. weekly. Yeah. Well, we could do it, you know, 
once a lifetime and still get in. Oh. To the heaven you don't believe in. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have a forgiving God, not a spiteful one. We have a forgiving Whereas God. Whereas literally the words out of our host's mouth was that he's <laughs> a spiteful God. And I was like, wait, what? I'm confused. I was confused by this Rosh Hashanah situation. It was a it was a Sephardic uh in the Sephardic tradition, this this dinner. Well get it together. You know? Easter and Greek Easter, you know what the difference is? Red eggs. Really? <laughs> yeah. The end. <laughs> but isn't Greek Easter celebrated on a different date? The week before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they line up, I think. Not entirely sure, actually. Also, wouldn't Greek Easter be celebrating it in Greek? They don't well, do a I mean, Latin mass, do they? They uh, Greek Orthodox churches. It's a good question. I mean, I've been a part of a number of uh, Greek Easter's. Greeksters. Greeksters. Um, but the thing I most remember is the bread with the red egg baked into it. Mm. Delicious. Good to know. It's essentially like a hollow bread with a red hard-boiled egg in the center of it. Oh, that does sound yummy. Yeah. It's like a, what's it called? Bird in the hole? No. No. No, it's not like that Toad in the hole? What am I talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, eggy, egg in the hole. Yeah, egg in the hole. Yeah, Whatever. you know, essentially. You're, <laughs> but you're thinking of like a fried egg. Yeah, In the center of a, I am. Of a slice thinking, of bread. You're thinking of and a... I'm thinking of a loaf of bread. Oh, a loaf of bread. Got it. This is what Henry can look forward to for years to come. Here's another crazy tradition that was on this side of the family. Let's follow it up with this crazy tradition. Aren't you having fun, Henry? No. I took him to uh, I took him to synagogue. Mm-hmm. He seemed to have a good time. Okay. There's a lot of singing, some dancing. Was it baby led singing and dancing? Basically. Well, then, if it's baby-led, he's on board. It was a lot of babies. That's good. Yeah. The little boy next to us, I I brought Sophie with us, Sophie the giraffe. Yeah, a little boy tried to eat him? A uh, little boy was, was, like, very interested in Sophie. Mm. And I was like, oh, don't take Sophie. Yeah. Can't even get into sharing until four, 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 year, four years old. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Or thank you. <laughs> no thank yous. <laughs> what is happening? Can't we just, you know, polite society him? No, we can't. Well, because I, I don't think they can grasp the meaning behind it until later. Uh, I'll say, did you like such and such a thing that just happened to you? Well, then they show gratitude by thanking the person. I don't know that they can Again, grasp the concept look, of gratitude. I am an advanced baby teacher. Okay. So. All right, well, I'll have you bring that up with the right I people. make a lot of breakthroughs with our baby, you know, photo of Bo breakthroughs. You know, I'm surprised you haven't taken any photos this weekend. Yeah, I haven't because my bag's right there with my camera in it. The end. Uh-huh. I've also, there's not, you know, I just don't want to shoot through that stupid baby jail. And all the cute things he was doing... I was with him, so oh, I couldn't take a photo okay. of him. Mm. It's like you were like you were a real dud over there. Oh, okay. Did you not let our baby get stolen this weekend? Did you or did you not? You stole him. Yeah, I know, but did you or did you not let our baby <laughs> but, get stolen? But you stole him. Yep. 
But did you? But, but you stole him, <laughs> so you, it's not Did stealing. you go in the house without the baby yes. and come out and then the baby was not there? Yes, because you had taken him. Well, I went in to wash my hands and face so I could hold him because I was cleaning all weekend. Okay, that's fine. And then all of a sudden you come out and you're like, I thought you took the baby. I thought the baby was gone. I did say that. So you thought Bo <laughs> was silent. Yep. And a baby, just some sort of baby thief came. A, a Bo-friendly baby thief. A Bo, a dingo. Yes, a dingo. A yep. dingo took my baby. Yeah. Turned uh, out the dingo did take her baby. Yes, I know. Yeah. But our baby was just hanging out at the shed. I decided to show, show him the shed. How do you feel about it? He was, I think he was a little overwhelmed by all of the stuff that was in there. It's overwhelming. Well, I mean, it's, it's organized. Yeah. You worked hard on that yesterday. Yep. I did. I just wanted to do the couch behind the couch pile, which did not get done because Dory was like, could you get the stuff out of the yard area? And then you decided that that took priority. Because it was an asked for thing. But the piles had been an asked for thing too. But the pile was my thing. But also my thing. I've been talking about it on Forever 35 for like eight weeks. Well, let me tell you about that pile. It's it's probably, you know, 60% Dory's books. Yep. And, you know, you are the one who has to make the calls on those. I know. And I don't mean physically calling people <laughs> like you earlier thought I meant. You said, Matt said, I'm going to have to, you're going to have to make some calls later. And I was like, what? He needs me to make some phone calls. This is weird. But he actually meant calls on things. But then you like, never, you what, didn't you, ask me to make any calls. Well, I did on the play, pack and play. Oh, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boppy seat. Yep. 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 Still no calls. Well, I said I would give away the pack and play. What about the boppy seat? I'm torn on the boppy seat. Well, it's still in its original packaging. Okay. If you got that for us for our baby registry. I think my mom got it for us. Thank you. Yeah. And it's still sitting there. Yeah. Should I tell her where it is? I bet it comes out this weekend. No. Big weekend, everybody. Oh, we got to record before that then. Yeah. Or we can record Sunday afternoon when we get back. Oh, I won't be back in the afternoon. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, okay, everybody. Here's what I'm asking. Because Dory and I have to record probably Thursday night... Please email the podcast at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory Gmail before Thursday. If you hear this on Monday and you're like, I have fun with holidays too or something, go ahead and drop us a line. You can also call us at 413-461-BABY. Leave us a voicemail. But do it before Columbus Day weekend. Yeah, do it like before Thursday afternoon. I mean, really, ideally, I'd like it to be, I just I want to be flowing in over the, over the week. You yeah. know, and then all of a sudden Dory's like, we should record. And I'll be like, do we have any emails? And she'll be like, yes, we do. And I'll be like, our listeners are the greatest. Yep, that's exactly how that conversation will go. Uh, yeah, what else is happening here? Well, I got mastitis. You got mastitis. Yep. Talk about it. You got your boob infected by Titus Welliver. In Massachusetts. Yeah, it was weird. Mastitis. <laughs> um, boo. boo. Everyone was, turns off the podcast. That was bad. That was the last we've ever <laughs> had a download. <laughs> um, mastitis is a, is a boob infection that commonly happens when you're in your first three months of breastfeeding. But, of course, I'm in my 
I've done five months. I'm in my sixth month and I still got it. So she felt it coming on on Monday. Well, here's what happened. On Sunday, I pumped and there was a drop of blood in the milk, which Uh-oh. everyone like everyone says is fine for the baby to drink. But I was like, huh, that's weird. And then it was feeling like really painful to nurse. Like, even though it usually feels a little painful because I have flat nipples, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, really painful. What the fuck? And then I woke up Monday morning, I think, Tuesday morning. I don't remember. And I was really engorged in a way that I hadn't been in a very long time. And then I had, like, a really bad um, clogged duct. And I was just like, God, this sucks. And... Then Tuesday evening, I was changing my bra, and I saw that on my right boob, I had a red splotch, which is a telltale mastitis sign. Mm-hmm. So I texted my sister a picture of my boob, and I said, am I getting mastitis? Yes, and the answer to that question was... Yes. What are you, what are you doing over there? You know how I've been trying to get my phone to work for four days? Yeah. Still continuing the process. Hmm. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because it shouldn't be this complicated. Well, now i got to go free up backup space on the computer. It's like... Oh, God. It should just... Whatever. iPhones are annoying. And all of my past experience as a Mac genius are now over because the phone has gone beyond me and I don't pay attention enough. And I don't like the way that this new phone is trying to back up to things. Hmm. Anyway, by this point it was like 6.37 and I was like, ugh, I should go to urgent care tonight. And get on antibiotics. And then I was like, well, maybe I should just go in tomorrow. And then it turned out that my doctor has video chat. So I got on the old video chat and chatted with very nice physician's assistant who diagnosed me with mastitis and called in antibiotics for me or, you know, whatever sent in a prescription and 20 minutes later I was at Walgreens picking up my prescription the future of medicine is now it was awesome I gotta say so I was able to just get on the antibiotics like right away instead of having to wait and have it like progress because when it progresses you start getting flu-like symptoms including a fever Mm -hmm. and I was like that does not sound fun like aches and pains and chills and stuff well, you seem to get it before all of that started happening. Yes, but I was very fatigued, like more than usual. Like in, in retrospect now, thinking about those couple of days leading up to the, the diagnosis, I was I was like more fatigued than usual. Uh, you did call, make me, you wanted me to come home early from work. Yeah, because I thought I was going to have to go to urgent care. Yeah. So I pedaled really fast. You were already 
either about to leave or 10 on minutes from when I was, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is weird now to like have to, like if you ask for like an emergency, I have to like pedal home. <laughs> yeah, but you get home faster than yes, you would Yes, I know, but it still car. feels counterintuitive. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I better get in my on my bike <laughs> and pedal fast. Yeah. So. So uh, that was that was that was frustrating and annoying. And then the next day, my boob was like super clogged, and I remembered that someone had told me that if you're really clogged, you can nurse on all fours, and gravity will help like get the clog out. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Henry was quite confused. <laughs> Well, this must have been like, you know, when you were trying to get the, when, when you're trying to get Henry to start dropping and you got on all fours on the hospital bed. It was just like that. Yes. And our doula was on top of you. With scarves. I don't know what was happening. I do. A waste of our time. <laughs> um, anyway, so I did that and I did get the clog out and I, and knock on wood, it's been okay. And I just finished the antibiotics. Well, Henry refused to rap. Rap? Well, he's always refusing to rap, but he refused to nap, and then we just took him to Rye anyway. Yeah. Which I would have done if I had more wherewithal. I would have convinced him just just take him. We should. We just live. We live so close. It's silly not to just if he's up at eleven thirty, take him. Right. You know what I mean. I do. So. New rule in place starting New today. Rule. New rule. Courtesy of me. Your parents are going to have to take him to Rye next week. Yep. That'll be interesting. I know. I'm excited. Will they go? I don't know. Will they both go? Oh, my God. Your father can't go. He won't be able to hear anybody. But there's not that much talking. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Here's here's actually what's going to happen next weekend. Your parents will be watching the Patriots game with Henry. At our house. The end. Oh, boy. No, because they won't be able to turn on the TV. Uh, it's pretty easy to do now. Although, I don't know. With those two. Oh, my God. When do they come? They come Thursday? Thursday night. Into, yeah, okay. So, and they're sleeping on our couch on Thursday night? Yeah. Sleeping on the couch. And then I go to work in the morning Friday. Yeah. And I'm leaving around noonish. And I'm going to then, I'm, I'm also, I'm leaving when we wrap. Yeah. I'm going on my own retreat to beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm going on a retreat. So the, am I. In the mountains. <laughs> I'm going in on a retreat in, it, in the mountains as well. In nature. On the flats. With uh, some natural beauty <laughs> outside the windows. Uh huh. Um. So yes, my parents are coming in. Okay. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. Next week's gonna be a doozy, but it won't be because we'll have to record before they even get here. Yeah, we won't have any reports. Ugh, two week report. What a what a report. It'll be quite a report. All right, everyone. We should take a short break. Don't forget, email us, Matt and Dory Gmail, DoryandMatt at gmail.com. Those are two addresses. They'll get you to the same place. Call us, 413-461-BABY. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Everyone will be happy. 
And so long for about, I don't know, two sponsors. BRB. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Go ahead with our emails. Who is writing in of the few people who chose to participate in the show? Well, we have an update from the listener who wanted to know how to disguise that she wasn't drinking. Remember yes, her? of Which course I do. Got, a lot of, got a lot of response. Probably the most feedback ever. I know. <laughs> so many listeners know how to hide drinking. Yeah. Um, well, not drinking, I guess. So she said, thanks for answering my question. Sorry, I got a little behind on the podcast, but I loved hearing all the suggestions that came in. I actually just started what I'm telling everyone is Sobertober. Thanks for the name, Matt. <laughs> so when I'm trying and want to use this as an excuse, there's a precedent for it. My plan is to mostly tell people I'm just trying it out for fitness or for a lifestyle change. I also loved the suggestions about filling a glass with palm 
or having my husband drink my beverages for me. We will definitely do some of these in the future. I bet he liked that one. (laughs) Thanks for all the suggestions. I'm also trying to get more used to the idea that people might be more supportive than I think and not stress too much about opening up to a few select people. Thanks, Dory. It's something I go over in therapy, something I started to in no small part because of podcasts and shows like yours that really advocate for the huge difference it makes. Oh, love all that you do. Hope you had fun in Boston. I was waving to you in spirit. Well, I appreciate people waving to us. What a lovely update. Um, I want to know, <laughs> I would like her to follow up the second someone asks her why she isn't drinking. I'd like her to email us. I want to know really if her family is that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's her family so much as her friends. Right. You know. But the point is, I'd like to know. Um, I, I just want to know if, like, if this comes up. Yeah. And if so, which excuse did you use and how? How did how did it go? Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to know, too. All right. Next email is from Anonymous. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Your podcast has shepherded me through a uterine surgery, four IVF attempts, three retrievals this year. Thank you. Knowing all that you went through to find your success has made it much easier to soldier on through this long, long journey. My question is this. My first attempt at an FET is this week. My partner, he just revealed, is more overwhelmed than ever at the thought of becoming a dad. To the point where any conversation about transfer-related things or potential pregnancy is quite stressful for both of us. I know he'll work through this eventually and be a great dad, but how can I support him through these feelings now? It's also difficult for me because it means I've been tiptoeing around talking with him about the stuff that is occupying approximately 98% of my brain at all times, and he is not present as support for me. Can you put out the overwhelmed dad-to-be signal? What has helped others who find themselves in this situation? We are nowhere near doing something like taking a dad class at a hospital because I'm not even pregnant. I need suggestions for steps long before that point. Thanks for all you do. Anonymous with two humans and one 30 pound dog and 3000 square feet in winter with a large rotating amp and speaker cabinet collection (laughs) in the basement curated by the overwhelmed dad to be in question and 740 square feet in summer where only a small number of amps are allowed to visit. We live in two places due to seasonal work. Interesting. I'd like to know more about all of these amps. There's a new amp in the living room that Dory's confused by, probably. Yep. Or just doesn't even acknowledge. Maybe she's blocking it out of her brain. That, too. Uh, I was also thinking about the amp that's been in front of the fireplace for... That's Andy's. Okay. I don't care. I don't either. Get it out of here. I tried to give it to him. Said, go go away. Say, I'm putting it on the curb if you don't come get it. Oh, I like it. I'm not going to put it on the curb. Who cares? I'll put it in the shed. Just tell him you're doing that. Okay. Andy, I know you're definitely listening. <laughs> um, as a dad, do you have suggestions for this human? I don't think I was ever overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. Why? I, I wish I could have. I wish I could. I don't know. I think because I was so stressed out about trying to have the kid that I never had time to stress about having the kid. Well, you got stressed when I was pregnant. You got, you did. You I got did? Ve- yeah, you got very stressed when? out. 
towards the end, like when we oh, because I wanted to go to Vegas and I couldn't because I had to be around you constantly, and I was like, this baby's not coming. Well, there was that, and then also there was getting the house ready. Again, you were stressed, and I was just trying to combat yes, it. Yes, everyone. By you staying by Matt was by not stressed home. or anxious at all. By st- <laughs> Why don't we all go back and listen to those episodes, and we can and we can <laughs> go back and listen. We can evaluate. Go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to get the stuff done, so you'd stop freaking out about it. Okay. So I canceled my trip to Matt, New Orleans. Matt, Matt never. Matt claims that he never does anything for himself. This is, well, except it's, for when I clearly do things for myself, like buy an amplifier. Well, except that he always does things for himself. Like what? Like buy an amplifier. That's why that was an accept. Like buy sneakers, like buy guitars. Sneakers are for, like, my, for my feet. go to Las Vegas. They're not for me. Like, I'm not in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you do a lot of things for yourself, and then, which is fine. Okay. But... It's like here we go. You just pretend everything you do is because I like I'm like a nag. It's very annoying. Well, let's try living with you. This is from Jennifer. She says, I'm a week behind, but I wanted to chime in as someone who's trying to conceive with my spouse's frozen sperm. Freeze way more than you think you need. It just takes the pressure off when things don't go perfectly and you're not begging your IVF tech to scrape just a little off. One vial so you can use the rest for a second cycle. We started with 11 vials, and sometimes I wish we had a few more. Best wishes for a successful treatment and long cancer-free life with as many babies as you want. Seems reasonable. Um, I wonder what the normal amount of volume is. What is it? What am I working? looking for? What's the word? Vials? Vials. I was going to say volumes, volumes. <laughs> turns out vials what is the what is the average what is like when what is the recommended when a cancer patient is freezing sperm good question i wonder if someone knows the answer bet someone does the vial signal has gone out (laughs) the nick vial signal you're not going to know what that reference is nick vial is a character in a show that you don't have me watch with you because i refuse close thank you he was on The Bachelor. He was a bachelor. Oh, I see. You never even watched The Bachelor. I watched one season. Oh. I watched his season. I've, I'd watch The Bachelor. That's a show I would watch. Really? Yes. Why aren't we watching The Bachelor? Why are we? Why aren't we? Because you never watch it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've watched The Bachelor. You have? I've seen the Sean season. The, uh, let's see, what's the other seasons? There have been a couple. I'd watch a Bachelor in Paradise. Why don't we watch The Bachelor together? Because you never struck me as someone who would watch it. Oh, I enjoyed the season I watched. You're so you're so highfalutin. That is not true. You refuse to watch um, Gordon Ramsay shows. What? That's not also not true. I watched Master Chef. You did, and Master Chef Junior. Well. I didn't really enjoy Hell's Kitchen, but that wasn't because of Gordon Ramsay. I just didn't enjoy the show. Well, I think that that's rude. Okay. I'm going to play voicemail. Finally. Well, you should plug in first. (laughs) That was a classic Andy Secunda-like move right there. Oh, good. Now I'm getting compared to Andy Secunda. Hey, 
Hey, Matt and Dory. Um, I had a question. I don't even know if you guys would want to answer this on your podcast because it's more about, you know, living with a baby rather than IVF, even though I went through that too. Let's do it. We've been talking about a lot of stuff. talking with a friend about how do I get people to stop touching my baby in public? And her response was, I wore my baby in a sling because she was closer to me and people felt more uncomfortable touching her. But I'd kind of like to have, like, a line, like I would say. Like, I, I've had so many instances where, you know, like, people will put themselves in between me and my baby in the stroller in, like, the grocery store. And weird things where people will just, like, grab her hand or grab her feet or, like, stroke the top of her head. And I can feel my blood boil, but I never know what to say because I'm afraid I'm going to come off as, like, super aggressive. Like, you know, don't touch my baby. But, um do you guys encounter this? What do you do? Do you have any, like, lines you go to, like, to just kind of, like, smoothly transition away from the awkward stranger who's touching your baby? Um, let me know. Okay. Thanks. And um, love listening to you guys. I'm in Milwaukee in 1,800 square feet with uh, myself, my husband, a six-month-old, and a 45-pound dog. Um, all right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. Wow. That has not been an issue for me. Well, in fairness, we don't really... We don't take him anywhere. We don't take Henry out of the house. Yeah. Unless it's to a baby-led class or grocery store. Should we be taking him out of the house? We should be taking him to baby-led grocery stores Mm. where it's run by tiny babies. Some of them have aprons on. Some uh, Some of the babies are bagging. And they just sell milk? There's a baby manager... Uh huh. And they sell crushed uh, avocado. Ooh. <laughs> mashed bananas. <laughs> uh, hmm. Does Bo work there? Uh, Bo is in the back. He's in the stock room. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do. I don't think people in Los Angeles would do that. I agree. I think this is a very Milwaukee thing. Uh, you know what? I hadn't thought about that, but I agree. This is a Midwest thing. This is a generally friendlier population. In the Midwest. Yes. Yeah. So in LA, I mean, in LA, I don't want people touching. I don't want babies touching my baby because yeah, they might not vaccinated. be vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Or adults. I mean... Are there adults who aren't vaccinated? Well, adults might have unvaccinated kids. Ugh. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I feel like in L.A. that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I can't. You know, because in L.A. you don't run into um, middle-aged people. <laughs> Is that a crazy thing to say? Think well, about it, though. You don't where, run into, well, like... not where we live. You don't run into, like, um, like retirees. Because they have left. They've retired and left. Yeah. You don't, like, really, you don't run into, like, you never see, like, an old couple just chowing down at a restaurant here. Well, I think you do in other neighborhoods. Like where? Like in the valley. Maybe. Which is why I want to move to the valley. Maybe in Beverly Hill. You want a baby touched more by strangers? Yes. Yes. Um, So, sorry, we are not being helpful. Um do other people who perhaps live in the Midwest and have experienced this more than we have, have suggestions? I'd be like, hands off the merchandise. No. Uh, watch out. 
she's teething. What? <laughs> She'll bite you. She will no, I, fucking bite I get your finger it, off. But like, no, that's what you should say. Watch out. She will fucking bite your finger off. Make sure you say it in that tone. Yeah. Uh, also, I would get a uh, flip the stroller around. Like, can you have the baby facing you? Oh, good question. That's like a nice little barrier to entry. Good question. Um, maybe fill the baby's basket with bread so they just see the bread and not a baby <laughs> oh why didn't i think of that <laughs> um all right i'm going to move on to this email from dr johnson mm-hmm. i found your podcast a few months ago and have been trying to catch up as quickly as i can but i refuse to listen at 2x speed like some of the eggheads mm-hmm. just finished season one i'm 40 years old and coming off two failed ivf cycles with ICSI and pgs testing 13 eggs four embryos in total not one normal. I really just wanted to let you guys know that it has been amazing to follow you along your journey. Words cannot express how much I value your humor and candor. Matt has a very similar sense of humor as my partner, Patrick. He's a way of making me smile no matter how much I feel that I've let him down with my shitty old eggs. I'm considering a second opinion. However, I live on the East Coast. Any ideas? I love the idea of CCRM with the whole day workup situation, but it may be a little too far. Thank you for letting me into your world. Henry is the cutest peanut ever. Love, Dr. Johnson, lady urologist. <laughs> I would, I would watch that. Dr. Johnson, yeah, lady urologist. That was, like a, that was a CBS Saturday night uh, TV procedural <laughs> uh, from 1982. I'd be watching it constantly. Dr. Johnson, lady protagonist. You, wait, what? lady. <laughs> lady protagonist slash urologist. Um, well, I don't know where on the East Coast you are, but... I know CCRM has a Boston office. Okay. That probably does the one day workup. Um, so I know this, you know what? This is a great question for the Facebook group who could recommend like specific clinics. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. Yep. I would, I would mosey um, on over I'd be there. Like, hey, East Coast eggheads. Yeah. And just explain your situation. Where you at? And, and ask if anyone has some thoughts. Um, okay. We're going to play another voicemail. Hi, Matt and Dory. It's Katie Shinden. It's, um... Oh, gosh. You don't need to know what time it is. It's like I'm leaving somebody a message, like a work thing or something. Duh. Okay. Well, what time is it, Katie? Damn it. I'm calling about um, was math Thanks. and music class, which, of course, this is a subject very near and dear to my heart as I teach kinder music um, up in Ventura County, and Saturdays are big. Saturdays are my busiest day. Um, I see anywhere between 10 to 14 infants with their new parents um, on Saturday mornings, and I see a variety of moms and dads. Um, and different families, sometimes two mommies, sometimes two daddies. And so um, I really encourage both parents to come whenever possible. Um, you know, I think it's a really nice bonding activity for the three of you, but typically the dads are a little more hesitant to go. Um, typically mom comes first and then convinces dad that it's actually pretty cool and they would have fun. And, you know, there might be other dads there that they could, chat with and I don't know I know how hard it is 
to feel comfortable in that kind of a setting, even though Matt is a total music guy. But I think that, especially since they've bonded so much over music already, um, to do that in a structured setting outside of um, outside of home would be awesome. So, um, you know, this is so cliche, but all those chores at home and all that boring stuff you have to do will be there when you get home from music class. That's yeah, my two so cents, tired. Matt. I want to see you there. I want to hear about you there. Well, and of so course, far, you know, no, my no pipe dream down the road is to take a trip up the coast and come to music class with me one day. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Well, maybe we'll have to move to the coast because we can't afford anything in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't think the coast is so cheap. Ventura. Feel, I feel like we go to Ventura County. Yeah, we probably could. Get out there. Yeah. In a $900,000, 1,800-square-foot house. Yeah. Um, I still have not been to music class. Dory said that he banged a drum yesterday. He sure did. With his left hand. Yep. So that's good. <laughs> if, you're, if you want him to be left-handed. I do. Which we do. I do. But we'd be fine if he's right-handed. I would not. He would not. I would lose my shit. And I would tell him, I don't love him. And get out of here. And only come back when you learn how to use the correct hand. Oh. Yeah. You do feel strongly about this. I'm, I'm a reverse nun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katie, thank you for your voicemail. We'll let you know if Matt ever comes to music class. <laughs> um, okay. This last email is from Mike. I just wanted Matt to know that starting in the year 1600, we skip the leap year every hundred years to take off a day to make the calendar more accurate. And then every 400 years, we still have the leap year to realign the calendar again. So in the uh, year 1700, 1800, and 1900, there was no February 29th. But in the year 1600 and 2000, there was. Whoa. I'm sure that would blow the mind of the girl at the party even more. That's Mike from Stevens Point, Wisconsin in 1900 square feet with one wife, two crazy cats who still misses Phoebe. Uh, I miss Phoebe too. And also in the amount of square foot that you had, there was no February 29th. True. Thank you. Yeah. I think about that for a second, mm-hmm. but I got it. Um, all right. I think that brings us to the end of the show. That wraps it up, everybody. Sorry. That was so shorty. <laughs> Um, reminder you can support us on Patreon get up to two bonus episodes each month at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure and I just want to give a huge thanks to our Patreon supporters if you support us at the $5 level or above you'll also get your name read on the podcast each month and if you join our Patreon you you immediately get the back catalog so you get a lot of episodes there's so many episodes uh, but thanks to the following people, most of all, Diane M. Martin. Caroline Land. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm just sorry. There's been some Disney news. Hey, everyone. News. Braden here coming to you with the video I was not expecting to make today. Yesterday, I was in Walt Disney World all day. I made a vlog for you guys. I got footage for four news um, videos that are coming your way. I was up over 24 hours. I was so beat, so I went This home guy was up over today. 24 hours to get us this today, news, my honey. My phone was blowing up. Braden, Braden, the gondolas crashed. And I was like, you what? know what? Uh, so I got online. I got all the documentation oh, no. I possibly could as to what happened. I talked to some folks that were there in person. This 
system isn't operating today. It is off limits right now uh, as the system is investigated okay. to make sure this right. doesn't happen okay. again. Okay, everyone. I mean, look at the shattered glass right here. Do they have people riding them? Yes, it's opened this weekend. Oh no! Or last weekend. Oh, that's a that's that's bad. Faux pas. I bet they couldn't just handle all of the scooters that people try to ride on them. Mm. All right. Uh, a lot of Skyliner news. Anyway, Diana Martin, Carolyn Land, Frederick O'R, Greg Watchorn, Jennifer H.S., Melody Baltazar, Tyler Rosewood, and Karen Thakershi. Abba N., Alan L., Alec Meredith and Fletcher Babble, 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 Allison Dean, uh, Amanda Lady, Amy, Amy Giles, Amy Sharon, Andrew McCarroll, Andy Pavlik, Angel Rivera the Third, Angie James, Anne Kay Lee, Anne Real. And five anonymous folks April Cherry, Ariana Perry, Arthur Finney, Ashley Sissel Lee, Audrey Watson, Aurora and Zelda, Becca Foster, Ben, a PhD, Brett Jarrett, Brianna Taylor, Britt S. Baker, Brittany Bonanza, Bruno Masias, CJ, Carly Moore, Carolyn N. Kathy Hill, Chinami Worth, Chris Dibel, Christina Turner, Darlene Estramera, and Darren DeShong. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate you. We too also appreciate. Me too also appreciate. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, I don't know what to do with this gondola incident, guys. Okay. It's Goodbye. Part of the system specifically for this purpose of getting guests off the gondola in situations like this when something doesn't go right. Here you can see in this photo from viewer Sean, one of those cherry pickers uh, is actually getting some guests off over on Buena Vista Drive. Getting them oh my God, they had to the take gondola. someone up on the cherry actually, this picker. this is closer to the boardwalk, I believe. There's a video online of people getting off over on Buena Vista. Oh, they put them all on helmets. On the overwater portion at the Pop Century Art of Animation, Disney is a special boat that can pick you up. Uh, that line didn't have any issues. This was just specifically the Epcot line that was having issues last night. Uh, but over water at the International Gateway, they don't have that oh boat. My they God. don't have that pontoon boat uh, to uh, Look at these people have to repel so down. Some online have actually joked saying they want to get evacuated there because if you're over water by the International Gateway, there's this special zip line system they've devised where you go right over the waters of the world That's showcase into the International Gateway. Uh, that would be a pretty once-in-a-lifetime experience, but obviously not something you want to have happen uh, you know, the whole system be stopped like that. A lot of guests didn't actually have to evacuate last night. The evacuation folks who do that zip line thing uh, over the water there were gearing up, but those photos you saw of them actually doing it, that was during evacuation testing. Disney was able to get the crashed car itself off the line at Riviera. It was put on a service spur that was conveniently located actually right next to where it got stuck, uh, which was pretty lucky or, you know, good planning on Disney or Doppelmeyer's part, the manufacturer of these gondolas. So they were able to get the line running again in recovery mode uh, to actually get all oh the guests boy. who hadn't been picked up. All right, if you're still listening to this, everyone off the system. Go safe. check it out. So thankfully, everyone got off all right. On that the internet. The it's on YouTube. Pretty all right. Night Bye, everyone. Disney Skyliner Gondola. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.